Today on the Terrible Warriors, the Edmonton crew returns and takes us into the world of Pugmire, best described as a cross between Lord of the Rings, Planet of the Apes, and man's best friend. Oh, who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? Who's a good terrible warrior? Yes, that's right, you are. Yes, Derek the Bard gets his Edmonton crew to learn a whole lot of new tricks because they're such good terrible warriors, aren't they? Sit, roll over, roll some dice because these adorable doggies, they are your terrible warriors. Hi, terrible listeners. It's the Edmonton crew. We're not dead yet. Mostly. I'm Derek Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I will be your GM for today's session of Pugmire. And before I talk about what Pugmire is, I'm going to have my fellow Edmontonian Terrible Warriors introduce themselves, even though it's the exact same crew as the last two games, and they're sitting in the exact same seats. To my left... Still Will Mitchell. Wax Gun rhymes with less fun of the 404s. Shane Fitzgerald of Circuit 42, and if you're listening to this in a particular order, a fucking gonkroid. <laughs> Cameron Diner, Viral Outbreak Gaming. And so, we're playing Pugmire today, and what is Pugmire? Well, Pugmire, in fact, what we're playing right now is the early access copy of Pugmire. Pugmire is an RPG created by uh, Eddie Webb and a company called Pugsteady in association with Onyx Path. And it is basically a mix, it has been described as a mixture of Lord of the Rings meets Planet of the Apes with dogs. And all of our heroes today are good dogs. They are part of an uplifted species hundreds, thousands of years after the fall of man. And they're now the dominant civilization in their part of the world, centered on a city called Pugmire, which is the name of the game. But Pugmire is in fact ruled by a group of NPCs All named after the writer's pugs No joke But Well I think some joke Well yes Uh, Eddie Eddie was actually joking about making this game Long before he ever did It, It is the most hilarious Of all vanity projects Where the vanity is that His His pugs are currently the ones ruling the kingdom So I'm going to have our uh, good dogs introduce ourselves, introduce themselves, and then we're going to roll up their core personality traits. Because rolling randomly to determine aspects of our characters is one of the best things to happen on air in the Terrible Warriors. We're all dead. <laughs> we, have, we have set a dangerous precedent for ourselves. I know, it worked out really well in Strange. <laughs> Didn't work so well in Nightbane. <laughs> no! It did for me, but... <laughs> yeah, it turned you into a tank. <laughs> I was four foot three and shrinking. (laughs) (laughs) And one day, just the presidency of the student body council. I'm just imagining us like cutting a swath through deviant art, looking for somebody to do cover art for Nightbane, and consistently getting fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Actually, fun fact: uh, Alina Pete of Weirgeek actually uh, drew me a picture of John Ambrose Fontroy. Oh dear God! Did you not see it when he posted it? It was pretty cool. (laughs) You're gonna have to look that up. But we are not playing Nightbane right now. We're playing Pugmire! Indeed, and tonight I will be uh, uh, a good dog by the name of Pippin Collie. And Pippin 
is a wizard. A master of the arcane arts. Well, actually what he is is an artisan. He's someone who studies the old technologies and magics of man and manages to find some sort of sorcery in them. So you actually have a masterwork device of some sort that you channel your magic through. Without that device, you can't cast spells. What is it? Oh, it is definitely an ancient, uh, like, all-in-one remote, like Logitech Harmony style, um, with chew marks and duct tape, um, <laughs> that for whatever reason, I, I, I just love that thing, and I know that if I press the right buttons on it and chew it just right, magic happens. I just imagine you're a spell casting being like, give us some bits and bits and bits. You're not far off. It is the sacred incantation. Kibbles and bits... And, and bits, bits and bits. <laughs> it better be bits. It's gonna be bits. Oh, that's my turn, isn't it, Ed? <laughs> um, uh, tonight, I will be playing uh, Robin Boston Terrier, based on my own dog, uh, which should be hilariously awesome. I am a folk hero and some, something called a companion hunter, I believe. Uh, okay, um, you, companion... Okay, so... Basically, in this game, there are three main traits that define the characters. There's your breed, which is grouped into a rough sort of um, set of races, almost, where it determines what kind of dog you like. So a companion is a dog that, you know, your, your whole role with man was to be a companion, was to be a friend, whereas Will's character was a pointer. He found things. And I point at them. <laughs> I point at them. A grand summation of your character. Um, Shane is a worker because huskies are working dogs. I'm sorry, I just ruined what your character is. That's fine. Um, um, yeah. And Cam is a shepherd. Uh, well, no, sorry, that's your class. You're a uh, you're a herder because you're from a herding dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, Shane, now that I've ruined things. Yeah. Well, like you said, uh, I am a husky but uh, I have actually named my character after a, not a husky, but a corgi. One of the greatest corgis ever, Kiba the Cosplay Corgi. So my character is Sergeant Sergeant Kiba of the Rockies. Or just Kiba. Yeah, the Rockies is a bar down the way that apparently he just goes to all the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I will be playing um, Max the Bassett. <laughs> Max Bassett. Max Bassett. <laughs> Detective Max Bassett. P.I. But he's just a lame priest. You're not a lame priest. You're an exciting priest. Exciting yeah. priest. You're an exciting priest. For right. one thing, you're the group's healer. <laughs> That's actually kind of important. Very yeah. important. <laughs> Pretty critical. If there's one lesson Dragon Ball Z of Bridge has taught us, it's that you do not fuck with the white mage. <laughs> you also happen to have a spell that lets you give commands. Sit. Lie down. Roll over. Oh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> Although I'm getting, like, Inuyasha vibes. <laughs> so. I was uh, just going to say, so you're, like, so you're like Dende with an Inuyasha twist. <laughs> Now, there is that one random element of their characters that we haven't generated yet. So there's a mechanic in this game where you, it uses a modified D&D 5th uh, edition system. Where there's a pool in the middle of the table in a bowl. Unfortunately, it's not a dog bowl because I forgot. Uh, <laughs> called Fortune. And you can spend a point of fortune to re-roll. But you have to take the fortune result. 
Our spellcasters can spend points of fortune after they use up all their spell slots for the day. I believe you can use a point of fortune to make a fast recovery check. And each of them has a background trait on their sheets where they can use fortune to be somebody's best pal. Now, how do you recover fortune? Well, one of the ways is playing into their personality traits, which we will now randomly generate. <laughs> well, let's roll for what your ideal is. What, I roll? <laughs> what is most important to you? It's a D6. D6. All right, here we go. Big money, no whammies. Five. Making peace with other nations is what is most important to you. Rad. Here's a pencil. Write it down. Wes, let's roll for what's most important to you. A five as well. Roll again. <laughs> there will be no duplicates. Three. Discovering the secrets of the old ones. That, that's man, not Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> Although we don't really know the difference. Shane? This is an interesting Sometimes they're religions that bleed into each other. Three also. Reroll. You got a five. Two. Two. Vanquishing the necromancers of the monarchies of Mao. You don't like cats. Cat <laughs> <laughs> our party racist. Um, nope. Three. Nope. Three. Roll again. Two. Roll again. <laughs> three. Um, six? I think that's a six. I think. Helping the unfortunate. Aww. You really are a stereotypical priest. Yep. All right, then. Next up, we're going to roll for your bond. I am inspired by my bond with... Deuce. Pugmire! You apparently are a patriot. I'm, I'm obviously a patriot, yeah. Wes? Five. Wow, okay. You're, uh, you're apparently very faithful to the Church of Man. Okay. Okay. That Cam doesn't get that because he's just by default. Yeah, <laughs> it's a given. Okay, Shane. Okay. Two again. Oh, roll again. Yep. You're not a patriot. No. Three. I am inspired by my. What? Okay. Uh, what motivates you to perform heroic acts? Is that night I was attacked by demons. Ooh, at night the mailman cometh. <laughs> well, you you, yeah, were, got... <laughs> you apparently were attacked by demons while you were out on patrol one night, Shane. Oh, fantastic. Cam, let's see how this turns out for you. <laughs> well, at least that fits in well with Three? my necromancer's hate. Nope, reroll. Okay. Nope, I just like rolling threes. I Six? Guess. Our leader. <laughs> Is one of you going to be the leader of this group? Well, it obviously can't be Max Bassett. Can't be <laughs> despite his unbelievably himself. badass yeah. name. Despite his unbelievably badass name. Um, that'd be a funny buff. That'd be a funny bluff, actually. It's just like, man, do you know who we're rolling with? Max fucking Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, and he's just back there, like, oh, money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who would the, the, be our lead? The, the alternative is you may just be loyal to the king. 
Yeah, or whatever patron has sent us off on whatever mission yeah, we get up that's to. that's fair. Okay, next we're going to roll for your flaw. Oh boy, oh boy. No matter what, I just can't... I got a five. ...resist my insatiable curiosity. That fits nice. Well, it fits well for the wizard of the group. Yeah. One. Get over my fear of demons. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing Shane Thank didn't get that one. Thank you for taking that hit for me, Dan. <laughs> Because we know that all dice rolls are predetermined. Yeah. Six. See anyone come to harm. A- that seems fairly accurate for a guardian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's in your Dudley Do Right nature. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. I basically, when we were uh, coming up with the concepts for these characters, I told Derek I wanted to be a husky that was insufferably Dudley Do Right esque. Well, I th- I think we're getting there. I think we've established yeah. that. One. Nope. Reroll. Someone who's already afraid of demons. Five. Already insatiable curiosity. Already insatiable curiosity. One again. I just like to reroll three. Stop stealing small things I find. You're a kleptomaniacal priest. The old klepto cleric. <laughs> an inadvertent nod to Darkest Dungeon, actually. No, this is almost an inadvertent nod to his character in The Strange. <laughs> yeah. So I, like I would like to point out this is the third time now I've played the Charisma guy. <laughs> I'm actually going, you're okay, good at Chris. <laughs> you, accom- you accomplished with a ladle what I couldn't accomplish with a gun. <laughs> so I've talked about Pugmire. The Monarchies of Mao is the loose confederation of cat-run city-states who were at war with Pugmire a generation or two ago. That war is kind of cooled down. It's not exactly a cold war, but there are definitely political tensions between the cats and dogs. Now, that's not to say that all cats are necessarily bad. It's just most dogs think that cats are untrustworthy. There is, in fact, a cat quarter in Pugmire of cats who are no longer part of the great houses of the monarchies and don't like to really ally themselves with them. That's a strange Khajiit vibe to it. Yeah, a little bit. But they're, they're not Khajiit, though. No. no. Um, I, I, I have, in fact, kept poking Eddie and saying we need ninja cats. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I should hope that some of these necromancers that were mentioned... Uh, have some sort of pharaonic nature to them. Probably. Um, yeah. Um, there's also wandering tribes of badgers. Awesome. Do you know they walk around with like mushrooms and snakes too? Or? No. Um, <laughs> they're basically roving tribes of barbarians. Nice. Oh. They're not so nice people. No. Oh, they're badgers. The badgers are hot tempered. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, we just have to be wary of any mention of badger, 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 badger. Yeah. I will break you. <laughs> hey, man, we you made me a gun droid. You broke me a long time ago. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. Let's stop referencing other games now. Let's focus yeah. on this. Um, there are other groups of uh, uplifted animals, but they're not very important to this. Uh, the lizards live out in the deserts, and the fish live under the sea, and the... The bird, the uplifted birds, mostly live live up in the mountains and stuff. Yeah. So you don't really see them. There are also domesticated animals, though. There are domesticated, non-uplifted dogs. Um, some of you ride horses. Oh, crazy! Um, you fa- you still farm cows and pigs and stuff. So, oh D- dude, it, it is the uh, el- my brain it is the Elder Scrolls Online paradox where I'm playing an intelligent, uplifted cat man who rides on a giant cat and has a pet cat that follows him around. 
Oh my god. Catception. This is turning into some George Orwell shit. Yeah, a little bit. no different than humans in some countries eating apes. Mm, yeah, true. Or having pet monkeys. That's yeah. right. Yep. Um, Cued monkey now, breeds. The, the one thing that uh, unites Pugmire, though, is the Code of Man. And the code of man is primarily put forth by the church of man, and it is the basic standard of behavior that you as good dogs are expected to live up to. Now, you can argue over exactly how to interpret it, because it is primarily religious doctrine. But it's still a central part of your culture, as much as, say, the Ten Commandments are in ours. Hmm. Um, The first uh, law is, be a good dog. Now, what does that mean? What is the moral implication of being a good dog? Who's a good dog? Your good dogs. Probably. (laughs) Next, obey the master. You obey the person who is in charge of you because that is what a dog does. You may or may not agree with this. You may or may not follow it. Bite only those who endanger you. (laughs) Protect your home. Whether that's your home home or Pugmire or... The home that's in the hearts of little children. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Uh, Be loyal to those who are true. What do you define as true? Good question. (laughs) Fetch what has been left behind. (laughs) Cam's character apparently does a little bit too much fetching. People give to the church, so that's like giving to me, right? <laughs> the whole world is your collection plate. <laughs> so long as you give what you steal back to the church, it's probably square. Yeah. I mean, man is not so much worshipped as manifest gods, but as the gods who have come before. Presumably man's gone off and done something greater, yeah. or man is dead now, and you respect the memory of those who brought you up. And I mean, he could have been gone for hundreds of thousands of years, or literally two minutes. Either way, we'll be excited when he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> we are waiting for him to come back. <laughs> Some more patiently than others. It's, I just, it's <laughs> the most over-eager... Relationship with the second coming ever. <laughs> There's just this like German shepherd waiting by a door. He will come any minute. <laughs> well, oh my god, you came back. I thought you went to the moon. Actually, yeah, we were on the moon base. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how astronauts' dogs react? <laughs> uh, so, outside of Pugmire, Pugmire is the center of dog civilization. Outside of that, you have some towns with uh, mostly farming communities. Um, you have some groups of disenfranchised dogs who are either poor or often it's not their mutts who don't have a specific family to fall back on. And mutt is also sometimes used as just a general social term um, for a dog that's uh, gone off on his own Mm. Uh, or a dog that makes his own family rather than sticking with his breed. Uh, is, it, is it a bit of a slur at times? Too? It can like, be a slur. Like, oh, it, 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 it's a slur that uh, many mutts are taking back. Oh, cool. Uh, and becoming a point of self-definition. Gotcha. What's up, my mutts? What? What's up, my mutts? Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, no, 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 no. In many, in many there, ways, there, there is a parallel to a certain word that we will not say. Um... And, but outside of uh, Pugmire, you have the risk of roving bands of badger barbarians. Um, you have monsters. And this world has truly fucked up monsters. It has shit like four-legged shadow spiders that spin webs of solid steel. 
Um, it has giants that have two heads. One's a dog, one's a cat, who built hives out of the bones of the dead. Uh, hives? Hives. Giant uh, eyeless albino rats who are worshipped by other bipedal rats who go by... Steven. Yeah. Uh, No, 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 no. They're scientific. Scientific... Science means you hit something a lot and then you study the sounds that it makes. For science. Oh, God, they're Munchenhausen from um, the Ratkin thing from Werewolf the Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, a little bit of that, a little bit of worshipping the sacred white mice who are closest to man. Yeah, okay. Oh, boy. Um, it's a messed up world. Now, your PCs are sort of a loose club of quote-unquote adventurers. Uh, you've all known each other for a couple of years, and it's sort of an informal drinking club where, you know, you get together, you share some stories... Sometimes you don't see each other for months at a time, but you hang out, you have a good time. Mm-hmm. And you go on various quests on occasion, um, and it's really kind of bridged the fact that you exist on different levels of the social strata. And you have Will, who's a scholar. You have Wes, who's more of like a hedge knight. Um, Shane, who's a member of the Pugmire City Guard. And Cam, who's a priest, who keeps stealing things. <laughs> um... And you started actually getting a bit of a decent reputation for this. Now, you also are sort of semi-apprentice. I mean, you're only first level. You're semi-apprentice under a trio of now-retired knights who have sort of just taken you under their wing. And they're they're a little bit like the Three Musketeers, only they're, they're significantly older now. You know, their adventuring days are long past them. They hang around court, they drink, they tell stories about the old times, but they really like you young'uns. Um, and, and their names are... Where did I write this down? Um, Sir Chivas de Poodle, Sir Beamer McWesty, and Sir Rally Mutt. Amazing. Um, and so you're actually just sitting around... Are you okay, Wes? Yeah, I'm fine. Just my shoulder's bugging me. Don't okay. I, I'd give you Advil, but you can't give Advil to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking of buying chocolates today and I'm like, wait a minute, that's like the least thematic thing I yeah. could give the players possible. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're... Like a cyanide pill, but... Quickly! Before they take us, <laughs> eat your Snickers bar! <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely going to come up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pugmires have like... Pugs of people from Pugmire have like chocolate teeth that they bite down on. Oh, no, no, it's stuck, to, like it's, it's stuck to the top of their mouth. With peanut butter? <laughs> yes. In case of capture by enemy, lick off chocolate capsule? That went to a dark place. <laughs> uh, so you're um, Instead of cyanide capsules, we all have Reese peanut butter cups. Yeah. Uh, so you're in your. You've got a little sort of unofficial little guild clubhouse sort of thing. And it's basically. The back booth of a pub down the road. The Rockies. Is the Rockies, yeah. exactly. It is the Rockies pub. Um, Rockies the bulldog who owns the place. Well, no. Uh, uh, it's actually owned by a bartender named Titan Bulldog. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, there we go. He's this big, imposing bulldog. Um, he used to work in the army, but um, he lost an eye fighting the Badgers, and then he retired. And so now he runs a bar. You know, he's getting a bit of a gut on him, but he looks like he could easily handle all four of you at the same time. Um, but he's perfectly happy just yeah. sitting there, you know, slinging brews for people. And you're in the back. Um, you're just in, like, a back booth. 
Uh, you've been coming there so often. The booth is pretty much it's yours. Nice. Well, I mean, our sand's all over it. <laughs> he tightens, discourages people uh, well, yeah, marking the uh, the boots as they this, this isn't a real estate business. <laughs> yeah. Real estate deals in Pugmire just got really weird. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, before we go into fully in the game, I'm just going to remind you that whenever you're going to swear, whenever you curse, don't curse by God, you curse by man. Man, um, damn it. Exactly, and the priest may or may not find this to be a bit blasphemous. I'm getting that you're kind of the friar tuck. You're going to be the friar tuck of this group, yeah. Cam. <laughs> um, question oh on minced oaths: uh, Is like guy established as like a, like a like a gosh darn it as opposed to a goddamn it? Sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now I'm going to just go in, and I encourage you to tell some tall tales for a few minutes as we uh, enter play. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, I was talking with Mr. Shivas, and you won't believe this. You won't believe this. I already don't. <laughs> You're just the worst. I am slightly skeptical myself. <laughs> let me just say, Sir Shivas has found a map, and a very interesting map, that on it, apparently, there are footprints that, legend has it, legend has it, leads to man's favorite resting place. Okay, now you have my interest. Indeed. There are footprints, apparently, on said map that will lead to man's favorite resting place. Now, of course, it's been lost for centuries, and of course, it has a variety of legendarily horrible guardians. But either way, Sir Shivas is currently investigating whether or not said map is, in fact, genuine, and I <coughs> happen to have taken a look at it. I couldn't help myself. I don't believe it. It's not in the scriptures. Well, you know, obviously, they're not complete, and they're meant to... Many of them are letters, some of them are poems, uh, since many of them are just uh, admonishments. You have to. You need to quit being so literal, my friend. I can't. Yeah, he's Max Bassett, man. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm barking up the wrong tree. He's but, Max Man Damn Bassett. <laughs> I, 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 I suppose. I, I just, you know, I, I, I just thought it would be rather interesting, and, and I. I I have a key to the study if we wanted to go take a look. Uh, I personally think it's very fascinating, and I got a very good feeling off of the dealer that he purchased it from. Now, they smell like cats, but that's beside the point. So while you're talking, um, a uh, another dog comes up to your booth. Uh, it's a corgi. He's wearing a Royal Pages uniform. Oh, my. And he uh, he kind of sits, he stands back, and he just kind of waits for you guys to stop talking. Oh, well, I mean, as soon as Pippin sees that there's somebody from the court here, that's obviously a pretty big deal. And he'll he'll, he'll curtail things immediately and perk his ears. Huh. Uh, uh, oh, hello. Hello. Uh, I'm Digby. Digby Corby. And I have, um, well, uh, and he starts going through his bag. Oh, this is in here somewhere. Oh, this is horrible. Uh, ah, yes, hi, I'm Digby Corgi, and I have a message from uh, Prince Murray Pug, for you. For, for, for us? For you. Uh, for you? For me? Well, for all of you, for, for you. For us? For us. Oh, uh, well, here, let's, let's not waste this, this lovely person's time, let's just go here. Yep. Um, and and, uh, and it's a formal invitation to attend court, um, and it seems like that Prince Pug would like to have a conversation with you. We've been invited to court, my friends. 
the, the correct thing is to say yes, and we are very gracious for this opportunity. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. We we uh, did we need to RSVP? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, 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 what time? What time? What time? Uh, it says like uh, court tomorrow morning or something. Uh, like excellent. That. Well, uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be there at dawn. Men bless you, most son. exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't think they actually have a name for the positions in Shepherd's. So I'm just, thank you, Father. Uh, and then he runs off. Well, my day has been made. <laughs> I, I, we've got to go to court. I need to, I'm going to need to find some better robes and perhaps wait, wait, wait. get my coat. Padre. <laughs> I'm putting a chip in the fortune pool for that. Yeah, yeah. 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 no, that that hurts. That's, that's brilliant. Straight money, Padre. <laughs> As someone who appreciates puns, I I approve. Right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm going to throw another one in the fortune pool for uh, for Will's story. That was. Yeah, that was well that's told. Cool. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm imagining somewhere a mountain shaped like a line, like a lazy boy. Yeah, would <laughs> <laughs> be amazing. Um. Well, I mean, Pippin's got to go to go to court. This is a huge deal. He's never been to court. Really wants to. So I, I think he's going to get his coat done. Get himself looking good. Okay. Um, get some serious grooming on. Clip his nails. All the good stuff. And yep. uh, if money allows, perhaps get some new robes. Um, Money's tight, but yeah, you could certainly afford some uh, some new robes. Yeah, of some sort. Just nothing too fancy, but just like cleaner, nicer. Doesn't have so many ink stains on it. Yeah, uh, not quite as much chew marks on the on the on the, uh, the, the hemming. Yep. So I'm going to go and try and find somebody to charm, getting me some slightly nicer clothes, and I want to use my ability. Uh, it doesn't say I have to use. Uh, Anything from the fortune pool for this, but puppy dog eyes gaining an edge on all charisma rolls, making friends or being bright. Yeah. Okay. So you're just going to go and try and ingratiate yourself at a tailor's house. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You could um, roll two d twenty, and you're going to take the best result. Sure. First one's an eighteen. Good start. Yeah. Second one is two. So we'll do it. <laughs> we'll okay, so now, do you have an aptitude that would uh, apply to this? Do you have uh, persuade? Persuade, sure do. So that'll give you your aptitude bonus of plus two, mm-hmm. and it'll also give you charisma bonus for a total of 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You can, um, well, you've also got a reputation with the common folk, because you're a folk hero. That's right. Is, uh, when he hears that Robin Boston Terrier is, um, you're being called to court. Well, that's a that's amazing. I mean, that's what we've all. I mean, wow that that that's all like any of us could really dream of going to court like that. I well, mean, I know, and I'm I'm super humble for wanting to go and stuff like that. But you know, being a folk hero doesn't pay well. You know, like, I, I, you know what? I absolutely understand. I think I can whip something together for you. Um, yeah, I've got I got some spare cloth. Okay, if you can come back in a few hours, I think I'll have something ready for you. Wait absolutely. a minute. Wes is a folk hero with archery, and his name's Robin. Oh yeah. my god, I didn't even mean <laughs> Wait, wait, did you seriously not intend that? No, my dog's <laughs> name is actually Robin, and she's a Boston Terrier. Yeah, well... And she does Robin Ridge from Give the Poor. <laughs> no, Robin's the kind of dog that's like, you know, you know, responds to the names like, hey, don't shit there. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's on a rich and gives the poop. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I'm going to work that into the adventure. 
I'm gonna poop where I'm not supposed to. <laughs> 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 Our regular listeners will be looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to note that not only you're an amazing archer, I mean, you, you get a plus six when you use archery. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> listeners at home, like, I work like stupid hours, so Derek the Bard often. Uh, like he just throws my stuff together like last minute like here right play this okay sure uh, what am I playing this time yeah and you told me you wanted to play kind of like a wandering hedge knight sort of yeah. character <laughs> well there you go super rad <laughs> So, Empire is becoming our pen dragon based solely on the concept that it's becoming silly as shit. <laughs> this game was going to be silly as shit from the beginning. Yes, of you're course. playing dogs. Yeah, the prince is a pug, <laughs> and it's a big deal. I've already revealed to you guys that my cat is the main villain of this. <laughs> is it one of those okay. careless cats? Like, no. You. Okay. No. Does it have to be cute. like the royal derby or something? That's probably what the necromancers look like. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Shane, I'm assuming you're like polishing your armor or something like that? Yeah, yeah, because I'm on the city guard. I basically just want to look my best in my uniform. So, yep. I'm just making sure that's all good to go. Uh, all my Fresh equipment uniform, is. Nice Oh, yeah. All my yep. equipment is good to go. I, of course, have my dog tags on my collar. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm probably just going to wear, like, what Derek I always just wear. just the fortune pile contemplating. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> Maybe, like, hide a sack in my robes or something. <laughs> yeah. So you're Friar Tuck, but you have the big belly, not because you, you're yeah. fat, but because you keep hiding things under your clothes. Other than that, oh probably... my god, you're Nanny Og. <laughs> Other than that, probably find a leg to hump or something. <laughs> you're a priest. I'm not a very no good man. Yeah. Don't get your groove. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure even in Pugmire, you have to take a bow wow of celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> The code of men is very su- fuzzy on the subject of humping. I mean, <laughs> most things in Bugmire are pretty fuzzy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, uh, the lowest of blood hanging. Okay, you know what? The, the, the collected jokes from the last couple minutes. I'm going to yeah. throw out. <laughs> Actually, it's producing a really right nice now. ringing sound when I do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's straight cash. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, we're using poker chips for this. Uh, yeah. I bought these poker chips from Will at a yard sale he had a couple weeks ago. If I'd been 15 minutes earlier, I would have gotten those D&D books. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. They went to a good cause. I'm sure that group's having a great time. With I'm sure they are. And we used those for fate chips before. So. Indeed. Yes. And you're going to be using them for pool chips in The Strange. So. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Nice. Awesome. So the next day, uh, you wake up early. You know, you have a good hearty breakfast oh, and yeah. make your way to court and there is actually a proper castle in the middle of the city uh, Pugmire itself is a fortified city there are walls surrounding it and in the middle of it there's a castle and you know you present your uh, your invitation to uh, to the major domo and he goes okay we'll uh, see you in so is the major domo does he like say we're too soon no world yeah, well, joke, no. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you'll have to wait you have to wait in the antechamber until you're announced yeah. and uh yeah. you are announced pretty much almost last because mm-hmm. well low ranking fruit. Yeah. You're, you're, you're first level adventurers. Yeah, we're your schmucks. But um 
uh, and this isn't the formal formal court. Um, this is like one of the king isn't present today. No. Um, Murray, uh, Murray is the king's brother, um, and he does a lot of um, he does a lot of the day to day administration of the kingdom. Um, kind of a king's hand scenario. Yeah, actually, you know what? That is probably the best way to describe him. Is he is very much the king's hand. King's paw. The king's paw. Yes. He <laughs> Murray Pug is the king's paw. Um, and it's known though that he um, he also likes to patronize groups of adventurers. Um, his daughter Yosha is part of a very well known group of uh, occasional uh, malcontent. Um, Adventurers who go off on their own and do all sorts of things, and yeah, you know he, he's known to be a very, um, a very respectful, very even uh, pod uh, yeah. dog. So there's the standard court business. There's um, he oversees a couple of disputes that are being made, often between merchants or uh, farmers and stuff like that. Yeah, just sort of the court of last resort, um, and managed to smooth a lot of ruffled. Uh, Hackles. A lot of ruffled hackles. I don't say ruffled feathers, but you're not yeah. birds. <laughs> yeah, we're not those savages living in the damn mountains. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Those savages have heroes like John Eagle. <laughs> Eddie, if you're listening, you totally have to put John Eagle into the game. The bird patriot. <laughs> and, um... Once most of the court business is done, you're called um, you're called forward by the steward, and you uh, you obviously you know bow. Yeah, oh, absolutely, like stand up to the ground. Yep. Oh, just, just stand up, stand up. Okay. So I've been hearing really, really good things about you guys from uh, from Sir Chivas and uh, Sir Beamer and uh, Sir Rally, and they have nothing but good things to say about you, which is great because. I need you to go on a little... Uh, it's not even really a quest. This is, this is a little mission for me. Um, there's an old friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of him. It's a, uh Oberon Wolfhound. And he moved out to uh, live in a bit of a hermitage for a while. But he sent me a letter the other day that uh, there's a very, very rare text of man that he needs brought to him that uh, is going to help him in his studies. And his studies uh, have been very helpful to the Kingdom of Pugmire in the past. So it's... While I am loath to uh, endanger any artifact of man uh, by taking it outside of the city itself, I think it's for a worthy cause. And I think that uh, four young dogs like yourselves would have absolutely no trouble uh, escorting it to Oberon and seeing it safely into his hands. I, I, absolutely, my leash. We'd be more than happy to do this. I always act in service to Pugmire and all of its good dogs. I'd be more than no. happy to oblige you. Uh, excellent, and I have a dispensation for you, uh, Sergeant Husky, to go on uh, to leave the city. Um, you've been seconded to the court guard for the time being. Thank you. Anything to forward the <clears throat> word of man? Thank you, Padre. I'm going to stick with that. It feels so good. It really <laughs> does. Just, just knowingly use that pun. Yes. Well, fantastic. Once court is adjourned, head down to the archives, and uh, the royal archivist there will make sure that everything is prepared for you. You'll have to leave as soon as possible, though. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. Excellent. 
So business of the court goes forward. And it there isn't really that much left to do. It's just simple business for the uh, for the paw of the king to oversee. Now, out of curiosity, um, since he is insatiably curious, uh, does Pippin know anything about Oberon Wolfhound? And uh, give work? me. You should have a no, no arcana. arcana. Yeah, I'll give you a no arcana check. Okay. Uh, no history would also work. So I roll. Have so yeah, we're gonna roll eighteen Boom, so plus, plus your aptitude plus aptitude. your intelligence. Twenty three. 23, not bad. Yeah, you've heard of him. Um, people know that um, Oberon was a sage who spent a lot of time traveling out in the wilderness and discovering different properties of plants um, and animals and the like. Um, Squirrels. Tasty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's 100% sure really what he's been up to lately. Uh, the last maybe five or six years, he's been living out in the forest in Hermitage. Um, but it's one of those things where people are like, oh, man, if he he's going to come back and he's going to have discovered something. Yeah. Awesome. Um, a lot of his work has involved um, the old lore of man as it relates to dogs. Mm. Um, and finding new secrets about how they um, how they interacted and... You know, just very valuable, uh, often seen as social research than anything else. Um, it's known that he does have um, uh, some decent capabilities as a magician, but no one's really seen him in action in years. Mm. His fur has long since gone to gray. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, let's head down to the archive. <clears throat> okay. So you, you get a page, which is once again um, Digby Corgi. To uh, lead you through, and he's he's very enthusiastic as he's you know describing the paintings. This is really the first time you've gotten into this far into the castle before, and you know the paintings and the tapestries and the various works of art. Pippin's having a hard time walking because his tail is just going. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> throwing throwing himself off balance in his own excitement. Um, and he reveals that um, he's actually named after his uncle Digby, uh, who is a knight. Um, who is also known as the Drunk Knight. Oh. <laughs> um, who, who very famously has gotten into numerous uh, battles completely inadvertently, well, absolutely hammered out of his mind. Hmm. Um, and has... Is not retired, but is forcibly kept by his fa- by the Corky family very, very far away from any conflict. And alcohol, apparently. And yes. alcohol. <laughs> And so you go down a couple winding staircases, and you eventually arrive at the Royal Archives. And the Royal Archives are separated into two big portions. There's a library, which is about three-quarters works by dogs over the past centuries. And there's very rare um, scripts in there. Yeah. And the other quarter is this heavily locked-up, guarded section that is all surviving texts of man. Many of them are, most of them really are in languages that dogs can't read, don't even have a reference for reading. Um, Many of them are burnt or damaged. Some of them are just pages held together with ribbon. Mm. And... um, How do you train dogs for dummies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the curator, the archivist, is a... um, Short black dog uh, named Jacques McScotty. Oh my God, yeah. 
Yes. Oh, wow. Um, and he, he wears uh, scribes' robes and... He he is busily working away at a desk behind in the locked section when you come in. Um, <clears throat> if I may, friends. of course. Oh, thanks. I've always wanted to talk to that archivist. Um, uh, hello. Uh, 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 Jock McScotty. Popper says he wets himself. Fuck! If you <laughs> if you brought the beer, just leave it on the side. I'll have one of the guards get to it eventually. Uh, uh and we go for an accent. Uh, no, no, no. We, 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 we uh, um, we've been sent uh, by by the, the prince to um. I can send by the prince with the beer. Just leave it on the side. Uh, uh, no, no, we're we're here to take a book to. Uh, You're here to take over, a book. To um, he, uh, and he stands up, and he's not that much tall standing up. I mean, he's he's a Scotty dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as you say, I heard to take a book. He turns, um, spins, and pulls out a um, just a weird black rod covered in like silvery like Kirby uh, circuits on it, oh, nice. and points it at you. <gasps> You're here to take a book. All you'll know be taking books. I'll. You'll take. You'll take it from my cold dead. Pause. You'll take it. Okay. Kiba. Kiba steps in. Kiba steps in. It's like, calm down, archivist. We've been sent here by the prince on a mission. Oh well, that's different then. Yes. He just slips it away. You didn't bring the bear, did you? Were we? Were, there was no mention of beer. I'm sorry. There was no mention of beer. I, 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 we would have gladly oh. brought the beer had we been ordered. To. Oh, it's been a long time, and I'm going to burn a wee thirst going. All right, all right, well. You got the papers? Uh, yes, you got papers. We got the papers. We handed oh, them. good. The, you pass them through a slot. Oh, let's see here. Oh, oh well, yeah. Aye. Aye, Prince told me to have this one ready. Um, and he walks in the back, and he comes back with a chest. And it's about, you know, foot and a half by about maybe a foot tall, maybe a foot wide. It's got tight bands of iron around it. It's got a big-ass lock on the front. And he uh, he opens the gate with an old key, opens another gate, uh, takes the box, puts it on a table, locks the door behind him. Packed it myself. It's all in here nice and secure. He wraps on the uh, on the box and it sounds heavy duty. <laughs> oh, aye, this'll take an arrow. Hit this thing with an axe all day and it wouldn't get through it. Um, knock an arrow. What, what, <laughs> what, 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 what exactly is the text? Uh, uh, sir, oh, sir. it's a book of man. I, I may read it myself, but uh, Oberon requested it by name. What, what, what is the, the name of the text? Um, he says some words in the language of man that you don't understand. Okay. <laughs> You're like, well, that answered my question in the most literal and useless way possible. That is of no use to me. Very good. Very good. Oh, you know, it, it's all like arcane scribblings in there. Mm, yeah. Well, I would assume Oberon can read this, or else why else would he want the book? And you know what? That, that's okay. But we're just gonna, it's our job to bring it to him. It's our job as good dogs to bring him this book. To bring him this text, then we shall. Oh, you're out there fetching it for him. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure the Padre here would agree with that kind of quest. Certainly. Uh, is this, this the only copy, of course? I oh, they're all the only copies. Of course, of course. Well, I, let's not waste any time. Yeah, no. 
We have a job to do. Let's spend, let's best we finish it. Okay. Well, off with you then. And, and you know, if you ever need anybody to help like, <laughs> arrange things uh, or, or an, 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 an extra shot. pause to, to move. You get hit. Uh, 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 <laughs> Thank you, archivist. And when we return, we will bring you that beer. Oh, good, good. And uh, I'm on the job, though. Make sure nothing happens to the book. I... <laughs> and he just walks back inside. You're paying for beer because I don't chop. So <laughs> Is there anything the small job. around? Game? Well, okay, yeah, g- give me a roll, Cam. Just D20. Uh, yeah, D twenty. Let's cool. uh, three. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> He's gonna show we'll take the seventeen. <laughs> um, uh, as Can you I guys are doing that, him? um. Sure, you, you give me a roll to see what he's doing, but it's okay, not going to so be very difficult. Like, he rolled a three. <laughs> so that's like notice. Yeah. 19. Uh, roll again, just to see if you get a 20. 12. Nope. Okay, yeah, you see him doing it. Unfortunately, you see him at the exact time that Jacques McScotty sees him doing it as well. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, as he's slipping a, um, a very handsome little, like, ink tray uh, into his sleeve. Oh, um, and... Um, he smacks you on the back of the head cam uh, with with that rod. Oh. No! <laughs> You're supposed to be a priest. What kind of priest steals from a library? I don't know what came over me. Oh, I just don't belong to you, you schooner. Uh, no, off with you. Off with you all. I just grabbed Max by the shoulder, drag him out. Sorry, old dog, new traits. You know how it is. So let's go. <laughs> Possibly the single most destructive character trait you could roll in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll only get worse. <laughs> Everything only gets worse with this crew. You know we need a rolled up bit of newspaper for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no. Keep in mind that that's that is that's, that's, a, that, that's a right. That's a scripture of man. That, that's a talking about yeah. sword of mine. Well, yeah. I'll also, keep in mind that hitting a dog with a rolled up newspaper—that's like that's a horrible thing to do. You might as well rub his nose in it. <laughs> yeah, there are certain things that you just don't do to a dog. That's just disrespectful. Jeez, I've been training my dog wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's let's make our way. Uh, where? What is the last? What? 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 Like we've got these papers. Where does Oberon Wolfhound live? Oberon lives uh, near the forest west of the city. Okay, it's almost a day's ride out there. Um, have we been provided with horses? Or are we? Doing this on foot. Uh, you have not been provided with horses. Okay. So day's ride, like, now, day and a half, two days. Yeah. Well, would I have access to, like, you would have or anything as a member of the You city would party? have a horse, uh, okay. or at least access to a horse, but you can't, you don't necessarily have access to horses for these guys. Yeah, I was going to ask if I could requisition horses Cam for Cam could theoretically teammates. try to get horses or donkeys or something like that from, from the, the church. church. Um, but you'd probably have to spend a fortune point to activate your uh, background trick. I think it's worth it. Yeah? Yeah. Honestly, it's extra protection. And of course, uh, for whoever's <coughs> carrying the, the book, or the text, uh, that's probably going to be Sergeant Kiva. Alright. If only because I can say that you need two hands for your bow. Yeah, true. I can safeguard the text and I have well, like a single hand of weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sergeant Kiva also carries a shield, trick. though. Good so. point, good point. Well, a colleague can, Pippin can barely carry, barely carry a conversation, so. <laughs> <laughs> we noticed. <laughs> yeah. And this is the prince's business. 
I know his business business. Okay, so you guys yeah, agreed on uh, let's do it. on yeah. Cam spending the fortune. Yeah, I have a feeling Pippin would be ha- would be happy to scoop the prince's business. Taking it out of the pool, um, you are able to get everyone. Um, you are able to get a couple of donkeys. One of you is going to have to ride double. Pippin's light. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Technically, the only real big dog here is you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm well, decently small. A, but, yeah. Okay. Basses are not particularly. I'm the biggest big. dog, and I have my own horse. So yeah, good. yeah. Uh, but then again, Shane's also wearing the heaviest star. He's wearing medium armor, right? And he has a strength of seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> so he is, and has a uh, a trick called brute strength. He is the biggest dog here. Yeah. So what I say is um, the priest and our yeah there was yeah casters on a donkey. Actually, I want to read how how brute strength is actually described here. Give an edge on all strength rolls involving lifting or pulling things. I considered uh, being one of those guys that, this being Edmonton, you always, there's always guys around who are like, I almost could have made the Oilers. Uh-huh. And it's like, if the game had played out, if the game had been set that way, I was going to be like, I almost made the Iditarod. Uh, <laughs> nice. Excellent. So you, uh, you saddle up and you ride out of the city. Uh, you ride out of the gates, and the world beyond. It's a nice day out. Uh, outside of Pugmire itself are fields uh, that give way into farms. And that is pretty peaceful to, to go through. Uh, you know, a lot of working dogs out in the fields, um, working the harvest, uh, tending the large amounts of livestock that a city of... Uh, Primarily carnivorous omnivores like Pugmire uh, <laughs> needs. Uh, where are we in minutes? Ah, uh, yes. I just got the root one music going in through my head. I've got Bracer Robin's minstrel going through mine. You win. And they ate Sir Robin's minstrels, and there was much rejoicing. I'm throwing a chip for the first Monty Python reference of the game. And not the last. Any web is listening to this, like, what are you doing with the fortune, man? Oh. You're rewarding them for the stupidest shit. What are you doing? Because it's amusing, that's why. Yes. Yeah, like, you're all playing dogs, not internet cats. <laughs> I think the cat version of this game would also be equally hilarious. Oh, um, yeah. We almost got it up on Kickstarter that they'd uh, do a Monarchies of Mouse source book. Uh, oh, wow. It may come eventually. However, we are getting very close to the hour, so I'm going to end on a little bit of a cliffhanger, as is quickly becoming our tradition. Of course. Um, And as you're start, it's well into the afternoon as you start entering the forest, Um, and you get inside, I'm going to get you guys to make me notice checks. If you have notice uh, as a skill, you can roll the dice twice. Uh, twice. Oh. I don't notice shit. I got a 17 and a 1. I'll go with the 17. Okay. Uh, then you can add your aptitude bonus, which is a plus 2 uh, automatically, and then your wisdom score to it as well. So I got a 16 altogether. Which is a 0. So, so you got a 19? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shane, uh, you notice that... Unless that... In, did you roll a natural no. 20 West? Okay. No, I rolled a 2. Yeah, the no. Um... You're pretty sure uh, that you're being followed as you enter the forest. Uh, and just as you pass the tree line, um, a 
uh, shape drops out of the uh, the low hanging trees and uh, in front of the road. The, just you know, the trees kind of overhang the road, and a shape drops out and lands and stands up, and it's a cat. Um, it's like a Siamese cat wearing uh, leathers, like studded leathers, uh, with a sword at his hip. And uh, greetings, fellow travelers. You're it's good. Gonna, you're not even going to attempt an Antonio Banderas voice, are you? No. He's safe. <laughs> <laughs> greetings, fellow travelers. It, it's good that you should come along. I've been hiding in the trees for a while. You know, these forests are very dangerous. Were you chasing our tail? Cats don't chase tails. Oh. <laughs> and it's his tail is, is like clockwork ticking behind him. I knock an arrow. Oh, no, 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 no. Sir, 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 no need to be hasty. No, no need to be hasty, my good dog. I'm just a simple traveler like yourselves who is... Uh, Went into the forest, and unfortunately the rest of my party came to a very sorry end, and I was hoping that you might be able to assist me in getting to my destination. Um, what, what, what destination would that be? Um, and you hear from behind you? <laughs> Stupid canines. <laughs> that destination. And you turn around and there are three more cats that have uh, stepped out of the forest behind you. Is your grave. And we're going to end the episode oh, there. <laughs> the cats betrayed us. No, who'd have seen it coming? All right, then. Well, for the first episode of Pugmire, I've been your DM. By God, I'm a dungeon master for the first time in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not GM, not storyteller. Your DM for the evening, Derek the Bard for Jason the Muse. And I'm joined with... Will Mitchell. Wes Gunn. Kane Fitzgerald. Cameron Dunn. Well, you're going to have to come back like a good dog to see how this plays out. Be seeing you. Terrible Warriors comes out every Monday and Thursday. Come back on Monday as we cover ourselves in chrome and then get real dirty and neon-like in the cyberpunk world of the sprawl. Pugmire will return next week because there's such good dogs. We're going to give them the whole month to play. Yes, that's right. Every week in June is Pugmire. Oh. They're just so adorable. Return to us on Thursday as Derek takes his Edmonton crew out of the crate and around the block for another walk. Follow us on Twitter at DiceWarriors. Let us know how we're doing. Feedback at TerribleWarriors.com. And until next time, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Yes, you are. Thank you for listening to the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>